What's going on, everybody? YL from RebelIs.com. Again, with another quick podcast, really quick, I want to talk to you guys about the keys and the steps to becoming a freelance engineer successfully. We're going to break this down step by step and give you guys just a quick, quick, quick excerpt of how you can become what I am and even on a bigger level. So step number one to becoming a successful freelance engineer. So actually, let's rewind it back a little bit. A freelance engineer. So what I am, I'm a freelance engineer. I don't work for a studio. I don't have any mentors or any chief engineers above me that brings me clients or brings me clientele. No studios bring me any kind of clientele. I do everything on my own. I record, I mix. I have a couple master engineers that I like to frequent with my clients, and I work out of a lot of different studios in Atlanta. Uh, Like I said, I don't have a specific studio that I work for, uh, mainly just a home studio that I work out of, and then I also travel and work wherever the artist wants me to work. So step number one, I will always say, build your craft right so number one build your craft meaning get good at audio engineering whether you go to school for it whether you have a mentor whether you're interning whether you youtube university uh, no matter what it is whatever you're using to learn how to better your craft so number one build your craft uh, get good at engineering understand what recording and mixing is all about the two are different Uh, The two require different skill sets. Build your ear. Just build everything around engineering that you can. It might take six months. It might take a year. It might take you a few months, depending on how diligent you are uh, with your learning process. All right. So that's step number one. Build your craft. Step number two would be find a home studio. Uh, The best way to do this would be to. Uh, be able to add value to a studio, right? So what I did, I interned at Castle Hill Studios for about two to three months. Um, When I first started, this was back in 2016. And in that time, I was able to build a relationship with the owners of the studio. Uh, This step is for those that don't have the revenue to create your own studio or to build your own studio find a studio that you can work at maybe for a few months find studio owners the the important thing about being a freelance engineer is the fact that you are your network right so you don't have mentors and in different studio owners that you work for right so the thing about it is you have to be able to professionally build a network just off of yourself right so that would have to do all with your personality with your eagerness to learn you know with what you can bring to the studio what you can bring to the table which would be clientele this is something that uh most studios would respect you know all studios that's what it's all about is booking um find you a studio that you like to frequent out of Find you a studio with a a cheap price, a studio that's built around engineers and creatives maybe to where maybe you can get a cheaper price to where you can put your price on top of theirs and still be affordable. Uh, Step number two would be to find a home studio. It can be your friend. It can be a mentor. It can be somewhere you're interning at. 
Um, it can be anything of that nature. Like I said before, I interned at Castle Hill uh, for about two to three months. But in that time, I was already engineering. I already had clients. So as I'm interning for free, I'm also bringing money to the studio. I'm bringing new artists and new clientele to the studio. So that was able to solidify a business relationship. Uh, the thing about being a freelance engineer, you are a business. Like I said, you are your network. You are a business. You work for yourself. Uh, so it is very important to be able to push yourself and promote yourself as such. Uh, step number three will be to build a foundation with clientele. Now, the thing about step number two is, depending on where your home studio is, you know, the studio is going to want their money. The studio is going to charge whatever they charge per hour without the engineer, right? So say the studio charges $40 an hour without the engineer. You might put $10, 20 $30 on top of that. Make sure when you're building your foundation with your clients, you're finding clients that can afford the studio and you. Uh, a lot of the the great things about being a freelance engineer, um, you can do things that don't really revolve around income, right? Uh, a lot of business owners, a lot of entrepreneurs will tell you first couple years, you're not going to make a lot of money. It's the same way with being a freelance anything, uh, working for yourself, an entrepreneur. It's the same way. So let's just say, your clientele base and the people that you promote yourself to, the people that you run into, the people that want to give you a chance and give you a try, they don't want to pay more than $50 an hour. Studios charging you 40 an hour, then you just put a $10 cap on top of that so you can walk away with $10 an hour. Uh, in due time and in due process, you will be able to gradually increase your price and the price of the studio will stay the same, right? So, Build your clientele, build your foundation, get you anywhere from about five to eight, maybe 10 artists that really, really like you, like your vibe and like how you do things. Um, the, the important thing about building a foundation, this is this is how I've been able to keep clients for years and years and years. Uh, the same clients, they come back to me no matter where I'm working, no matter when I'm working, no matter how I'm working. No matter the change in my prices, uh, they always come back to me. The thing about being a freelance engineer that I take pride in is I'm able to sell my clientele and experience, right? A lot of artists, they go to these different studios and, you know, the whatever engineer is there, whatever intern is there, is usually the person that's running their sessions. Every artist, producer, every client understands the value in having a personal engineer that you can actually build with. And that's something that they get with me, right? They can go book at whatever studio they want to in Atlanta, and they might get 50 different engineers working on their music, trying to craft their sound and help build their sound. But they know if they go through me, allow me to book the studio sessions for them, I put my cap on top of it, um, they're able to get me every single time. So when I come in the studio, I'm coming with the vibes. I'm coming with the energy. 
I'm coming with the understanding and the knowledge. I study my clients, especially first-time clients. I study their social medias. I study their prior songs that may be released on platforms. I try to find their sound, right? So when you walk into the studio, you're prepared to give them something that they're used to on top of something even better, right? They have their sound, their unique sound that they have acquired just from being an artist. Nothing is better than being able to build on top of that sound with an engineer that understands that artist and that can kind of read their minds. We understand the process of how you record, how fast you like to record, how efficient your sessions are, how important your money is when you spend it for your time. All clients don't have $100 an hour for eight hours. Some clients only have $50 an hour for two or three hours, and they want to come in and they want to get as much done as possible uh, with the best quality as possible. So understanding your client is major. When you're a freelance engineer and you're building a foundation, your clientele foundation, you want to be able to sell the experience. When clients come into the studio with me first time on a first time basis, they're always blown away. They love my energy. They love my vibe. I know when to give them input. I know when not to give them input. I know how to craft their sound. I know what they want to hear because I've already studied. Now, granted, you will deal with a few clients that are uh, confused and not really knowing what they want to sound like. So then that's when you get the chance to be able to take the craft that you've built the sound and the, the learning and, and all of the knowledge that you've gained over the months or years or however you've been however long you've been doing this, you're able to take what you know and what you do and then get creative with it and maybe give them something that they never thought they can have. It is very important, very, very important to stand out. Like I said before, they can go to any studio and get any engineer that works for that studio to do their sessions. But it is different when you are able to sell the experience of having a personal engineer. I'm your personal work for hire. When you come in, I know what you like to hear. I know the vibes that you like to come in on. I know if you like candles lit. I know if you want to smoke, drink, whatever you want to do. I'm coming in, not only am I providing those vibes and that energy for you, I'm providing great quality for you at a great price. So let's recant one, two, and three. Let's go back over one, two, and three. Step one, build your craft. Get good at engineering. Get good. When I say get good at it, that doesn't mean, oh, I think it sounds great. Or No, get feedback. If you're an artist or if you got a brother or a sister or somebody that you know that will come and record for free and that you won't charge them and you can go to school for this and do different things, uh, experience is the best teacher. Get experience. Get good at your craft. Number two, find somewhere to work out of. Find a home to work out of, whether it's your house or whether it's a studio that you're interning out of or working with or however. Everyone has to start somewhere. Number three is building your clientele. Once you have a good craft and a great sound and an excellent sound and you're knowledgeable about what it takes to be an engineer, you have somewhere to work out of. Now you can invite clients in. And when you invite those clients in, 
you give them an experience of a lifetime. You give them more than what money is worth. Let me tell you something that I found out being a, a freelance engineer. A lot of artists that come to me are, um, I would say, seasoned in recording. They've visited lots of studios. They've had a, a plethora amount of different budgets for studios. Like I said, I've dealt with the clients that can book you know, spend $800 on just a recording session versus the clients that can only spend $100. Um, the thing that most artists always tell me is that when they go to different studios and deal with engineers that they don't know, whatever studio provider engineer is there, it is a very unpersonal experience. They leave the studio. The engineer takes forever to send them their session. The engineer charges them you know, buku types of money to just go in and fix whatever needs to be fixed. Becoming a freelance engineer gives you that freedom to really get on a personal basis with your clients. I've had countless amount of sessions where we come out of the studio, everybody's satisfied, including me, and I get home and I'm like, hey, I got a couple hours before I go to sleep. I hit the artist up. Hey, I'm about to give you a quick mix. I'm about to fix this real quick. I'm about to fix that real quick before I go to sleep tonight so I can give you a better version of what we just recorded an hour ago. That goes a long way. Sometimes I've done it for free. A lot of times I've been paid for. But the urgency and making the client feel like you're important. This is the importance of making your client understand that I am your personal engineer. When you call me at 10 o'clock at night and you need a session, if I'm at home, I'm going to send you that session right when you call me. Stay on the phone. I'm sending it over right now. See, the thing about dealing with this industry, and, and, and it's an oversaturated industry at that. It's plenty of studios, plenty of engineers, plenty of producers, plenty of artists. Everything is... Uh, heightened in the music industry when it comes to uh, the different people that are involved in the industry. The best thing that you can do is show urgency. A lot of artists, a lot of producers, they have to wait days and days and days on an engineer that they don't even really know to send them something. Or they have to pay extra money to get it. That right there will set you apart because it's now it's like, I want to go to this studio. I like the sound, but I don't want this engineer anymore. I'm going to bring in my engineer. I'm going to bring in my personal engineer to this studio. This is how I've been in the Triangle Sounds and the Soul Asylums and the different major studios in Atlanta, historic studios in Atlanta, just from dealing with certain clients, the Hot Beat Studios. You know, these certain studios that I've been able to work out of and build relationships out of, come from clients that love that studio already but didn't love the, the the experience that they were sold from an unpersonal engineer because at the end of the day when you're gone that engineer works for that studio when that artist leaves that engineer is focused on the next session see i'm not focused on the next session i'm focused on the artist that i just got done with even if i do have another session i'm still available and i'm still easy to uh, get in touch with for that artist. Why? Because your artist is your revenue. Your clientele is your foundation. Remember, we're building a foundation with our clientele. So that's something that you make sure that you stand out. Like I said, plenty of artists have made that complaint to me. It takes forever. It takes all of this extra money. The engineer acts like they don't care once I leave the studio. It's just a, a quick few 
recording hours for them and they're on to the next thing because they work for the studio. They're dealing with 10 artists a day, which is nothing wrong with that as an engineer. That's a way to build stability. But me personally, I didn't want to do that. I wanted to be a freelance engineer, but it gives me the freedom to be able to take the clientele that I've built and the foundation that I've built and really just be able to give them everything that I want to give them. Last but not least, step number four, uh, after you've built your craft, after you've built those connections to find you a home studio or somewhere that you can get a great price and great discounts at, you met studio owners or you've, you've been able to build your own studio, you got your craft, you got your uh, location, you're building your clientele. Number four, and, and this would probably be one of my most important tips and, and, and steps that I can give you. You have to promote yourself. If you're not big on social media, you need to be out here in these streets ripping and running. Every time you need to go to an event, I've went to events, get you some business cards printed out, get your website, get your social media pages together. Because when you meet people and you say, hey, I'm an engineer, they're going to say, oh, well, where do you engineer? You're going to say anywhere. That's my answer. People ask me all the time, where do you engineer? Like where, where, what studios do you, what do you work out of? I work out of wherever the artist wants me to be. I've worked out of countless amount of studios in Atlanta. Some that I found on my own and some that I was invited uh, to through my clientele. I have a business card here. It has my social media on it, website, everything. So you can see when you go on my social media, you're like, dang, he's been doing this for a while. And he's everywhere. I'm looking at all these different posts. I'm looking at all these different uh, pictures and videos. And he's been to a lot of different studios. He's working. It don't matter if you're working with the same five artists over and over and over and over again. That does not matter. People want to see the work. Right? If you were building my roof and you told me, hey, I build roofs. I need to see that you know what you're doing. I'm not going to just hire you and give you all my money. And you can't prove to me that this is something you actually do. So step number four, huge step, promote yourself. You have to push yourself. Remember, 